0: Hey, everybody, and uh, welcome back to another exciting episode of Indie Film Cafe. I'm your host, Jonathan Moody, and I've got my co-host here.
1: Paul Presenza, otherwise known as the Moo Cow Moo.
0: And we've got another special guest. We haven't had her since last year, last season, and we're so excited to have her back. Please introduce yourself.
2: Uh, my name is Kate Phoenix, and Yay! this is... This is actually, I think, the first podcast I've done in a few months, so. Yay! I'm very well, excited. I'm, back. Well, yes. know, I'm, like, super stoked to be back, so. We Like her you. phoenix,
1: she's rising from the ashes.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know. So. Uh,
0: that's where she got her name from, for sure. Um, so, Kate has been on the show a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, first time is for Killer Biker Chicks, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> The next time that we've had her on Indie Film Cafe was um uh what was that? Uh I think the the one we I mean the, one of the recent ones that we did with uh uh last year. Um damn it. Um I can't remember Savage Beach, I think. Oh yeah. Is, Savage okay, Beach.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And uh but we've also had her on other shows. We've had her on um
2: We did Samurai Cop.
0: Did Samurai Cop as well, yes. That was also for Indie Film Cafe. Samurai Cop. Mm-hmm. yes and then um but we also had her for pink flamingos which she had a fun yes. time with yes. and i think that was her probably her favorite so far oh, for
2: sure yeah out of all the films <laughs> that we've watched together or you've made me watch oh, that was it
0: <laughs> made you i still need it. to
2: i still need to go visit again so that way we can oh, watch some of the other films. <laughs> I have so
1: many movies to share with you
0: yes you need to come visit um and so uh anyway kate uh since we had done savage beach i think it was one of the last ones that we did and we did samurai cop i wanted to keep the tradition going and have another action movie i mean we haven't even shown you a horror film yet i don't think you know
2: no i actually i think you're right (laughs) there i mean like
0: you sort of more know like for horror,
2: but Pink we have been. is that yet. kind of yeah, a horror movie. <laughs> kind of design. So, you're
0: okay, the
1: Okay, we, we get you up here. We'll show you Miss Werewolf. I know Moody's been dying to show you that film.
2: Well, I will not I be still, there. Fine. I st- we still have to show him uh, some pretty gruesome-
0: extreme horror. Yeah. Well, we'll do that another time. Oh, That'll be yes. a whole other podcast yes. that we want to do. I'm down but be- for it before then um we are going to be talking about a 2009 film called meltdown um and it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting show tonight um i i I don't even know
1: what the the title even refers to because it's not like a um, disaster
0: that's gotta be a uh that's gotta be like a distribution thing but we'll get into that we'll get into that a little bit but um uh, and I'll get into how I discover this and all this other background stuff that we do. But before then, let's listen to some... Mood
1: music. music. All right, and we are back.
0: Um, and, yeah, so... I okay so I was going to describe it earlier but I was like I'll just wait until we're we're doing this part uh I have found this movie because I was looking up movies to uh on eBay um that were uh well I want to find a lot of Joe Estevez stuff you know that's what I was looking up um so I wanted to just go into like a a spending spree of Joe Estevez DVDs yes uh Paul's got a picture of (laughs) Joe in, in the back and um and we love Joe like we've interviewed it's the Joe season. yeah and uh and and we probably will have way more Joe Estevez movies period you know throughout through our shows um because he's done so much but I found this movie and I was like what the hell is this um and if you look at the cover of it it is the one on my background it's like it's got like explosions and it, it looks like it does look like a nuclear like. You know, kind of explosion, kind of movie, and it's not anything like that. But I didn't know, so I was like, "I'll give this a try." You know, worst comes to worst, it's something we can play on Indie Film Cafe, and it was. Bing, I, bing, bing. When I started watching it on my DVD, I started going, "Oh my god, this is this is awful. This is terrible." I love it. Like I can't wait to just you know.
1: I had a feeling. Cause when you when you mentioned it, I went and I looked for it, and I was like, "Cause I didn't, I'd never heard of it before." And when I saw it was the same guy who was the writer, director, and star, I was like, "Oh dear!" Oh no, so no, no, it?
0: sir! He's not just the writer, director, more. and star. Yeah. He's the writer, director, star, composer, camera guy, and editor. So mm-hmm. yeah.
2: So oh, so did he do that rap at the end?
0: I think so. Probably. <laughs> Probably.
2: Did that uh, sound like him at the end? I, I don't know. Hold on. I'm going to have to look this up. Let me see if I can find the soundtrack. It's <laughs> <laughs> just...
0: so terrible. It is um, bad. So, so, and I think one of the girls... Okay, so, you know how there were two girls in this movie that were like Robert Zadar's girls or whatever? They were like she, sitting on his uh, she, piano. She sat
1: on the piano, yeah. Yeah.
0: One of them, I think, I... Uh, I added on Facebook or whatever right I'm pretty nice. sure that's her and she is a she is the uh sister I believe of the the main girl that's in the in oh, the movie okay. and everything and she is also I believe a rapper nice a female well, rapper
2: Okay I mean that that makes sense cuz I don't know if I'm just imagining it but I thought that song was did it only have, yeah?
0: I don't. It was probably her, but she. So I tried to, uh, talking to her, and she had no idea what I was talking about. So not not <laughs> about meltdown, but about like her rap stuff. So I was like, okay, maybe I don't know. Like it was weird, but anyway, the point was that uh, I I got really excited because I was like, oh okay, like I don't know anybody in this uh, except for Joe and and Robert Zadar. but like uh everybody else are just probably uh christopher's um the guy who directed the films uh what is friends it uh, and friends family. and family and and people he knows around there um so christopher mm-hmm. j martin is the guy's name um he is he wrote like i said he wrote directed uh starred he um uh composed and did the uh he produced i mean everything he he did all the stuff um, that you basically do to be a um, you know, vanity project. So I got really excited because I we love vanity projects here. If we can find them. Oh my them. goodness, yes. Yes, uh-huh. I know Kate does. And they I know are, Paul does too. Oh
1: yeah. They
2: are definitely a, a guilty pleasure. They are a,
1: a rich mine to go digging in when you want to find some chunks of coal.
2: Well, here's the thing. There's
0: some directors that are vanity projects and they just keep doing it you know uh leo breen uh for example but there's also like leo Fong, who's a wonderful you know martial artist guy but he's you know he's he does low blow and all these other movies that i'm sure we'll get to at some point in one of our shows um and you know basically these guys go off and make these action movies that are or 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 usually they're action movies I've noticed or some kind of thing like that because Everybody they want be,
1: to be be a tough guy
0: or like an action star they want to be the next Chuck Norris right you know well
2: in in this I was laughing so hard because like when they're going through all of like the things that he's the medals he's been awarded the things he's been through I'm like for your your age you're you're highly decorated and right like they just kept going with this list and i was like come on well was, and
1: the funny thing is is that you don't get to be an fbi agent without the the educational background that's the primary thing not all southern military shit. you gotta have a degree and a an advanced degree so right. kidding, this guy has no idea what he's talking about well yeah especially, it's like
2: they just pulled him off the street
1: especially like, because it's like but from the very beginning, he's like, oh, the FBI's doing this. I'm like, why isn't the DEA doing this? This is their territory. Yeah. DEA, I mean, FBI only gets involved if it's like a real big, like Pablo Escobar level kind of right. uh, situation. No, this
2: is a well, DA, DEA thing. do you
0: think about that?
2: Yeah, that's because, um, you know, the FBI sounds cooler than the DEA. Like
0: right, that's probably it. If you I have mean,
2: the FBI investigating something like that, sounds intense. Like
1: uh-huh.
0: yeah, if you go the DEA, people go who? <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, he
1: he was probably like, uh, who's DIA? I, I want the FBI. Yeah, I exactly, FBI.
2: exactly.
1: Um,
0: what is it? Uh, but you no, know, but there was one great scene in the movie where the guy is talking to the um, uh, what is it? He's talking to the, you know the Joe Esteves and the. Uh, I, the boss guy. I don't even know what he was—commissioner or chief. Chief, I think he was. Oh, the chief. Whatever. And he's talking to the chief. And the chief's like, Worthless "Uh, chief. you did this, you did that, you know, like if Kate was saying." But there's like, "And you did this one thing, and uh, usually you have to be dead to get that." Oh well, you must be very special.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: uh, dude, I was telling I was telling Paul before we started when he first came on. I was like, uh, you know that, uh, you know. Agent John Thomas is the best of the best of the best, and you know he's the best of everything, and blah blah blah. And and Paul's like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) It's
2: it's it's, the Superman syndrome, is is what it is. That's what I'm going to call it. It's the Superman syndrome, where every where the filmmaker feels like the main character has to be equivalent to Superman. Like this guy literally had no weaknesses except for this awkward woman. Who can I just point out is the worst in this whole movie? Oh, Everything, I like her. I kind of liked her. Fault.
0: Oh well, that's yeah. true. But that yeah. that wasn't her fault as an actress. But yeah, you're right. Your oh, No, no,
2: I mean the character. Like, and the things that she she was like, no, I'm just gonna keep doing this. Okay, so you're just gonna keep endangering everybody in this scenario. <laughs> that's true. Like, and she's like that's I'm the because only one a twelve
1: year old wrote this movie.
2: Oh god! That's that's a twelve-year-old.
1: A twelve-year-old wrote this movie who has no idea who you know. Okay, he understands that there's an organization called the FBI, but if you notice, they don't follow any FBI protocols. This guy just does everything alone, pretty much. You know, these guys they wander around with their guns out on the street like it's the (laughs) Wild West all the time. You know, none of these people are inconspicuous at all. Look at all Um, the cops that are around. He shoots a civilian at one point, and just uh, never gets mentioned. There's no investigation. Just never says anything ever again. You know, well, no and consequences. The, the lead,
2: yeah, the lead guy or the the head guy for the FBI. Like he wouldn't even be the one overseeing the, And he's ah uh, okay. Spoiler, real fast. Well, gonna quickly.
0: There's going to be spoilers. Go.
2: Yes. Um, when he's like, I want you to go kill him what
0: yeah, yeah yeah
2: what what i mean why even like why why do they have to
0: kill him what was the
2: uh, it, oh, it made no I, no that whole portion of it like i'm like are you just trying to like make it seem interesting um no because and literally the girl like those two things i was just like oh this is awful
1: because again this is written by a 12 year old no this is, this, this is what happened. this is my theory dark
0: because this started happening at about an hour and seven minutes in right you know uh the writer christopher uh J. martin starts writing it gets to about you know page 67 says oh shit i need more stuff to happen you know what would be cool if we have a if we have them double cross uh john you know uh whatever uh john whatever his name is um you know, and then uh all John Thomas or whatever it was.
1: So all I of a sudden you call him Pudgy Surfer dude. I know. Was that his real oh. hair?
0: Is that his real hair? Is that a mop on his head? Like <laughs> is that a I
2: don't know. But can we just talk about his affliction shirts that he wears? His bedazzled shirts that he wears in this movie?
1: Uh yeah, yeah. they're it's ridiculous. It's probably his own wardrobe from his own house. Like
2: he's trying to look cool, but here he walks in with like this. This goofy bedazzled affliction shirt. I'm like, dude. Mm. Like, what? Why? With the hair and then the bedazzled shirt and just—is
0: he trying to be like the next Patrick Swayze? Is that it? Yes,
1: yes.
0: That's that's what he wants to. He wanted (laughs) to be. Oh my! The God, whole
1: that's... thing though with the crossing FBI chief who's going to all of a sudden murder people. I mean, that's, yeah. that's just part of a 12 year old who doesn't know, you know, concept of how reality works at all. It's just like the drug dealers, you know, real drug dealers don't spend their time killing off their distributors just because, you know, these, this uh, dragon, that's all he does walking around with his stupid cane and you see him just killing off. The people who actually distribute his drugs. It's like, yeah. dude, nobody's going to buy your drugs now because you're killing your own people. No one's going to want to work for you. People are going to rat you out to get rid of you. This is not how it works in the yeah, real world. Yeah, but he
2: said that they were all FBI agents.
1: Oh, of course they
2: are. That's, why, that's what he said. That, that That's why he killed them is because they're all FBI agents and...
0: Yeah, that's that's what they why he kills everybody in this movie, and I'm like, yeah, I wait, mean, so everybody in this movie is a fucking FBI agent. Like
2: his character, well, and like, well, I mean, even the fact that, that the FBI allowed him to meet up with this girl, or that she, she went along with it. I'm like, you know, she, I, I get that she was afraid, you know, but like, call a burner phone,
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, right. <laughs> He's he's supposed to be deep undercover, and she's calling him up. Hey, you want to go have dinner? Yeah. You want to go have a snack? And then, Let's go and do then stuff. And then they
2: tell her, "Hey, you need to stay away from him because you know his cover's going to get blown." And she's like, "No,
1: I won't." Like, <laughs> you can't tell me what on. to do. You can't tell Come me what on. to do,
0: like Jesus I Christ. Well, lady. I yes,
1: we can. You work for us. You don't. Anyway,
0: her. okay. So I'm I'm looking at it right now. The the show the the movie's on in my TV right now. And mm-hmm. can we can if we were discussing his clothes, you know, can we talk about the chief's like red suit thing? Like oh my yes. god, he was I mean, a pimp.
1: He was a total pimp. No you, FBI person and work for the government dresses like that.
0: I you know, and he looks so young, you know, there's no way this dude was a chief. Now that's what really pissed me off is like you know who would have been a great chief? Fucking Joe Estevez yes, would have been Estevez awesome as been the, the boss. Yes. Like why do yeah. they give it to this
2: guy and not because like
1: that guy filming. probably coughed up some money? That's probably yeah. true. Well,
2: and it's probably a filming and financial schedule because they probably only had Joe for so many days. And so it was probably like, Hey, so we can't have him for this because you know. Well, I, I, I think know. also it the other see. part has
0: more stuff to it. So there were more oh, scenes. Yeah. You know. Well,
2: yeah, because when Joe was running up in yeah. the beginning on the boat, he got up there and he was winded. Yeah. He was
1: <laughs> I he was know.
2: Struggling. And I, I was like, guys, like, you could big like, Joe is given as time. I don't understand why they made him talk immediately. <laughs> like, they could have cut easily and given him time to catch his breath so he didn't seem so out of breath and weak. It was
0: pretty you know pretty it sad. would have
1: been just like that in real life
2: <laughs> you know yeah. it i mean I, but then i can't, i can't judge because i would run and immediately be out of breath as well so
0: yeah i i i would probably too so i can't i can't say anything either. maybe that's the most lot of shade. part of this movie that's yeah, the realest part <laughs> It's Only a real part, poor
1: Joe Estevez. He, oh, he really man. tried in this film.
0: Well, as you were saying, uh, before I don't know if it was on this podcast or before we started, uh, Paul, but you, you like you said, I don't know it was before we started. I asked you why you have a picture of Joe Estevez, that's it, on your thing, and you said he was the best, best part of the movie. Oh, you know? he was, he was, he was uh, clearly hands down. Yeah um he's
1: he's he's the guy that you call when you want to have a legitimate presence in your film but you just don't have a whole a lot of money but you know joe estevez is a lunch pail kind of blue collar work a day actor who's going to come going to give you everything he you know you could possibly want and at a price that you can actually afford he's like uh you know uh, an eric roberts yeah, you know, yeah if you will or uh you know, and see Thomas Howell, except he's, you know, he's older than those guys. Yeah. So, you know, he's, you bring him in and it's just, I wish that they, you're right. He should have been the chief. That's the, that's the role he would have excelled at and probably would have made this an even better film. Right.
2: Yeah. Um, I I feel anyway. like they didn't use, utilize him correctly.
0: Well, he didn't utilize anything no. correctly. Um. So, I mean. No, they really did not. And, and. <laughs> It just goes to show this is a person's first time film and I can't dog on somebody's first time film, you know, even if you have people like Joe Estevez who probably might have consulted and said, you know, Chris, this is a bad idea. Don't do this, you know, or whatever, you know, um, uh, oh, I hope he said that if he did it, he might've just said, Hey, either pay me. I don't, I am like whatever. I'm just going to do my part, yeah. you know, and stuff. But, um, when it's a first-time film, um, I I I think we we get a little too harsh sometimes, and 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 that sometimes they deserve it. Like this movie sort of deserves it, but then in the same sense, maybe uh, maybe his next film, like just like it says in Ed Wood, you know, my next one will be better. You know, like you never know. Well,
1: here, here, here's 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 the thing though, okay, and this is the kind of stuff that that you can even as first time person can figure out it took me all of three seconds on the internet to find out that a special agent in the FBI because that's what both him and Chickie poo were you need to be a minimum of 26 years old but you're most likely going to be older than that you need to have a master's degree preferably a doctorate degree and you're telling me that these those two idiots are, are that educated no I didn't I buy mean, that come for on, one but, second. but the
0: director's not that educated, you know. I can't... Oh, Three seconds. Oh,
2: I've been careful on your words there, Jonathan. I mean, uh, who knows? Uh, I mean, I don't
0: think so, uh, but, like,
2: if well, you okay, so a movie like this... Here's why. I will always say that I can judge the first film. And I will judge and laugh. I will support. But I will judge and laugh because I'll look at my first beginning roles and also... Ju- I look at all of my roles and I judge myself and laugh because I know that a lot of times we're making these for fun. They're not. (laughs) My issue is, is when you make it a vanity project is when you, you do something like if you want to put yourself in your movie, like that's cool. That's fine. If you want to be an extra or somewhere, you know, um, but I just feel like I'm like, come on, like for your first film, you're just going to cast yourself as the lead and make you seem like this really just badass person. Like, I mean, I get it. It's a dream of yours. And if it's a dream, go for it. Go for it. But don't be upset if people make fun of you. People like me. Um, But I, I would never. I make fun of the movie because in in a fun way, mm-hmm. not in a like, I'm just going to trash this. I'm just going to tear it apart. No. I tease it, I make fun of it, but I still appreciate the fact that someone put their heart and soul into this movie. I
0: will I will take back my comment before about uh cuz I don't know. I don't know if the dude's got a uh a, a master <laughs> degree in anything else. Uh he just he doesn't seem like he has one in, in screenwriting, you know, because it's just Definitely not. And yeah, and usually like you said, Paul, you can you can do research. Like this isn't hard stuff like 2009 you could Google that stuff that was not, that was Googleable, Google, 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 you know, back then, you know, like it, right. it's understandable. Right. What were you going to say, Paul?
1: Yeah. So and that's just it. It just seems very, very careless. And that's where most of the problems of this movie and most of these type movies come from is the very, very poor, careless, shoddy writing. That's the thing, you know, you no matter what kind of action star you think you are, no matter how hot the babes are, no matter any explosions and guns and stuff you're going to cram in there, or no matter how, how much great music or great sets, if you have a shit story, your mm-hmm. movie is going to suck and there's nothing you can do about that. And here's the thing, if if you do finally get the money and the opportunity to make your movie, for God's sakes, take your script to a script doctor or to a writer uh-huh. or somebody who's actually professional who can clean stuff up for you and make it better. This will probably be your only chance. And in this guy's case, it clearly was. Well, I mean, and hopefully
0: he makes another movie. It. I mean, as far as I know, he's still around. I like it live. He can make another movie if he wanted been, to.
1: Uh, what, 13 years, 14 years? Yeah.
0: You know, some people think, forever to, to make their next movie or maybe he is i don't know secretly making his next one we don't know but i doubt it i think it was a uh, like it, you know it was one of those projects kind of like how kevin smith talks about clerks you know originally clerks was just something he put together he was hoping it would do well mm-hmm. but if it didn't he could just put it back on and laugh and that's why he wanted himself in the movie so that he could just laugh at the movie and say hey you know I went out. I made this. You know, I put myself in it. I sure, did it.
1: sure, sure, sure. But this this but movie he wasn't has the a main feel, character. Yeah, and this movie has the feeling of like, here's my chance to establish myself as an action star, and maybe someone will get me onto other movies, and I can have a movie career. That's what this feels like.
0: It does feel like that, but uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe I don't know how the guy felt after he made this movie. You know, like, did he feel like Probably thought this, it was great. Maybe. Or maybe he was smart, you know. Maybe he hasn't done another movie because he didn't think it was great, and he was kind of sad about it.
1: Either that or the people that bankrolled him looked at the final product and said, yeah, we're not doing this ever again.
0: Yeah, so he wasn't <laughs> able to get the money. Now, I was talking to you before, and I think before Kate even came up, but the uh, Lee girl, the, um, uh, the uh, FBI agent. Ice. Uh, Yeah, she was um, uh, the producer on it as well. And my theory is that they were boyfriend and girlfriend in real life. They decided to go into this venture, decided to make this movie. That's why they get sort of the leads, you know, parts and they end up. But beautiful thing about the distribution is if you notice, it says like Joe Estevez and Robert Zadar and then maybe Christopher's name down there. But he is not, it doesn't say Christopher, you know, like Neil Breen, it's Neil Breen everywhere, you know, and at right, least they were smart enough, yeah. you know, but yeah, he self-distributed. So maybe the distributor was smart enough to go, nobody knows who this guy is, but everybody knows who Joe Estevez and and Robert Zadar are in the B-movie world.
1: You uh, know? Especially when you're making what is essentially an 80s B-movie type film. 20 years or 25 years after that crazy yeah, 25
0: years too late.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. But I, I like those probably style. grew up loving those movies.
0: I love those movies. I would love to make something like that one day. I would not cast myself as the, the, as the star of it because I am not an action star. And I know that, you know, but I would love to put myself as like, I would do the Joe Estevez part, you know, or something, you know, that'd be fun. You know, mm-hmm. um, but even then, even then I might even say no. I put myself as a drug dealer. I don't know. Be but afraid. I mean, yeah, I you mean know,
2: like, as put a... yourself, put yourself in the background. And I'm sorry, I was slightly distracted. I so periodically I go down the, you know, the IMDB rabbit hole. So I decided to look him up. And I, I can't fully tell if it's him, but this was filmed in in Bay City, Michigan. And there is a Christopher J. Martin in Bay City, Michigan that Ooh. owned an 11th hour funding company and there was a uh, that company is no longer in business due to legal issues uh, it Yikes. was a cease and desist
1: in um, Michigan?
2: yeah I'm basing in Michigan for this I don't know if it's the same guy I kind of want to do some more digging Um, but yeah so it would mm. make sense because it looks like an investment firm or something or a lending company if if that is that that might be where he got his funding
1: some kind of shell company and involved with somebody else and uh
2: yeah i'm trying to see i don't know if it's him because it would be like... oh
0: my god it, it's okay um so, but i
2: feel like it would be
0: the girl that i added um her, she went by uh tice ice tea that was her you know name on uh rapper name which mm-hmm. I don't know if she's allowed to do that because she actually does iced tea like iced tea does iced tea, so I don't know. But anyway, that's not my problem. Anyway, she um uh she is from Michigan.
2: Yeah, this was the movie was filmed in, in Bay yep. City, Michigan. Yep. Yeah, so, so that might
0: where was she was in Rochester Hills, Michigan, is where she did her stuff. I, I kind of so. wish
1: we had jo Lynn on this movie, too, because, of course, she's from Michigan, so she would probably be all over this and say, oh, I know that area.
0: Yeah, well, maybe we'll ask her later.
2: I know Rochester again. Hills. I know Rochester Hills really, really well. It's right outside Detroit
0: okay so maybe you know um this girl says she knows movie. marshall mathers but called them martin mathers on her things so i'm like mm-hmm. i don't know if this chick really did rap or not like so you know
1: there are three other little notes that popped up that i took down because there's just so many that i noticed it's like you know one of them says harvard law school really you're telling me that andrea tyson's, tyson's character went to harvard law school no didn't buy that for a second secondly robert zadar was playing crazy eddie and all i think he was is that it was the the guy who used us the to do the stuff in the 80s the crazy eddie um, uh his prices are insane that yeah. guy from <laughs> yeah New yeah. York. so i don't, I don't then,
0: think i don't think that's where that came from but you know that's it funny and um, then,
1: you know, back to this being written by a, a cartoon written by a 15-year-old. It's like, you know, remember the part where he takes the, the drink and it's got drugs in it? And it, like, instantly knocks him out? I'm like, because that's, that's what happens in cartoons. You know, a guy just takes one sip of one drink and pfft, he's these out. Right. You know? It doesn't
0: happen, you know, um, it doesn't <laughs> happen when you really get roofied, you know, yeah. and shit. So. It actually
2: takes a long time for yeah.
0: to kick in. You know, It's uh, yeah. Well, I I don't know because I've never actually
2: reviewed anybody, (laughs) but I haven't either.
1: (laughs) Just putting that out there. They have that fight and (laughs) all of that shitty fake balsa wood furniture that clearly looks like breakaway furniture. It's like the worst furniture I've ever seen. Um,
0: Oh man, my favorite scene in the whole movie was when they're uh they're outside. And I think you even like when you first watched this, Paul, you would you messaged me saying like that like really like there's already bullet holes in the in the in the scene, you know, or whatever before before they even shoot. And um so obviously what happened was they they had already shot scenes or whatever of them shooting and and causing the bullet holes, but then they reshot scenes and forgot to get to to get rid of the bullet holes or something or shoot from a different angle or something where you can't see the freaking bullet. You no, know I
1: pick up stuff in the background. But I that scene was my it. favorite because it made because it was just
0: ridiculous. People do not get into like you said it was the it was like the OK corral and them doing right. a a gunfight. Where nobody does that, and cops will be there, especially in Michigan. Cops will be there in two seconds. Five seconds. seconds, Right. Uh, Like it just, you know, it's ridiculous. And that was one of the overseas.
1: No repercussions whatsoever, ever. uh, Never, never. Why would you expect that?
0: No, because, like you said, this was written by a 12 year old who, like, you know, thought, oh, it'd be funny if we, or it'd be cool if we had a scene where all of a sudden, you know, people got shot up in the the middle of, you know, the city. No, that does not happen. You know, how many times have you gone to the city and just seen people just shooting people and then staying there, too? Like, Mm. they're sitting around. I'm like, you shoot people, you run. You know, (laughs) you do not stay there. It made no sense. And uh, and, uh, whatever, but you know what?
1: You know, just goofy shit. Like, you know, he's saying, oh, I'm the FBI's highest trained assassin. No, the FBI doesn't have assassins, <laughs> that's not what they do. They're law enforcement people. They don't, they don't go around killing, you know, criminals. That's not what no. they do. And, and well, yeah, guy, when
2: they're just like, good. He's killing off all these people.
1: No. Oh yeah. And
0: they wouldn't be happy with him going undercover and killing somebody at a fucking gas station, you know, just to get in with these guys like that. Just, that's that's all in movies. That shit isn't real. Like that does not happen. Like I uh, can
2: I can typically forgive that stuff though because I mean a movie is supposed to suspend reality,
0: right? But
2: um, you know, it's we watch film to escape. I mean, you know, I, well, a tray you is- doesn't exist in real life. You know that horse didn't actually but the thing is is,
1: your your best your best escapism is still going to be grounded in reality because you want it to feel like this maybe could happen and if it's just a scooby-doo cartoon it's not nearly the same as going to a professional hollywood thing where things look like this might happen and, and you might actually feel scared that something could happen to these guys and because we're projecting ourselves into it 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 you know ratchets up the thrills and the 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 tension and all that, but if well, it's just true, a cartoon, but... it's just garbage, then it's just like, well, pff,
0: I mean, who cares. Fantasy is okay in independent film. However, this isn't a fantasy, you know, unless you like make well, it. Well, I fantasy. mean, technically,
2: it's his fantasy. Yeah, it's his yeah. fantasy. <laughs> it's his <laughs> totally. fantasy. So oh, I get the girl. I get the yeah. You
0: know, um, I, I get the high-paying job. I'm un- you know, bullets don't don't. You know don't hit me at all you ever. know <laughs> like ever like or it's just so
1: there's there's one scene where he they have that one that one creepy guy in the hotel room who's their hacker that they go to Remember oh, yeah. That guy? Mm-hmm. yeah, and he's like he, he like breaks into the fbi yeah breaks into the fbi's system which is bullshit. <laughs> But then he's like, oh, oh, he's the special super agent guy. Let me print this out for you. And then he just reaches over and grabs a piece of paper off the printer that never printed anything. You
2: know what, though? CSI does that. Law and Order does that stuff. (laughs) I know. all these movies, like these Hollywood movies, like A Good Day to Die Hard. That's the one with the cyber hacking where he's just like on the keyboard. And you're like, no. That's not how this works. I'm, I'm, I nice
0: I, pre- nice. I prefer a "Live Free and Die Hard," where uh, with the, Kevin Smith was the fucking uh, with the hacker. You know? just like is
2: that what it was? It was "Live Free Die Hard." I, I think
1: can't that remember.
0: was yeah. It was the "Live Free Die oh. Hard." It was the he was like but the hacker. The
1: printer make noise like it actually printed something. I mean, come on. <laughs> you could, no, you could pull know. a, you I, I could pull a saying, Dave Paul, the Rock because... Nelson and and pretend and go off camera and go beep 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 and just kind of voice it in.
2: Um, also, one of one of my it is favorite... live free or die hard. You're right. Because yes. that's the one... one with Justin Long. He's the hacker. He's like doo, doo,
1: doo, doo. Justin
0: Long, and then uh, and then they also have Timothy Oliphant in that. And that was actually yeah. not a bad bad terrible movie. Oh a no, I reader. love.
2: I it love was, the diehard. It hard was movie. funny
0: to see Kevin Smith at a fucking diehard. But hard let movie me tell
2: period. you, he's A Good Day to Die Hard is actually one of my least favorite yeah. film titles I just have to put that out there. Oh yeah, yeah. That's just a terrible title. That and now, now You See Me Too. Yeah. Missed opportunity right there, right? Yeah, there with the
0: T O O, yeah. No,
2: um, no, the because it's Now You See Me, Now You Don't. They just went with Now You See Me Too. But anyway, that's oh. a side story. Yeah, okay, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. No, I, mean, I get what you're saying. But no, I mean, like, I mean, Hollywood films do the the stupid, super hack. um, and, and that stuff is okay. And I will say, I think that this film was actually shot pretty well. Especially the long shots, you know, the filler sequences in between. He did a really good job, you know, the ducks on the pond, that type of stuff. It was It was shot pretty well.
0: Are you saying that he has a he has a potential job to be a, a cinematographer if he tried to do that instead of uh, well,
2: directing? no, because he wasn't the actual cinematographer. Yes, he was.
0: Was he? Yeah.
2: How the hell was he? <laughs>
0: cinematographer well, as well he held the
1: camera that's about it it's not like but he's, he's in the scenes, and... so how yeah,
0: he... so he put it on a tripod whenever he's in his scenes i guess i don't know okay
2: but... well yeah so he has the potential he has the eye for it you know if he just had some direction but it's literally like this is this is a 16 year old boy really excited wants to be a superhero wants he... to be this action star gets all the ladies you know that's, that's he's saw...
0: all Rob Rodriguez do all the other stuff, be able to do all the other stuff, and then he was like, you know, I also want to be the actor too,
1: you know. And that I was want it. to get my my action hero, uh, uh, he, you know, action friend, figure Robert Zadar in there too, yeah, as Crazy Eddie, because why not? I mean, you look at the eighties and yeah, but I mean,
2: let's be real here. If you had the opportunity to have both joe estevez and robert zadar in your movie would
1: you in all heartbeat yeah (laughs)
2: exactly like no but i would have play yeah play slightly bigger roles if i could financially afford it but yeah Yeah. no (laughs)
0: well i mean (laughs) no robert zadar had a pretty good i mean i i think he had a pretty good part like you know it was uh sadly joe estevez i feel like didn't have as big of a part as um you know as as robert zadar did but also robert zadar got to sing in this movie what? Oh, and, uh, that was what?
2: really confusing to me because yeah. I had stepped away from the TV for a moment and then this singing starts and it like come back around. I'm like, what the hell is going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He,
1: he was singing and he also played piano, but you know, he, he used to play in a band. He used to play in a rock and roll band back in the, in the seventies.
0: I wonder if that was just on the spot that he was just maybe wanting to play and you know, Christopher Martin's like, sure, go ahead and and and, and play, and then, you know, that th- he did, and that's a if so, like awesome because, like, uh, go, you know, that that's one of one of the best best things to get is if you can get Robert Zadar's singing. That's why I was like, what,
1: you know, yeah. like in this movie. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I mean, I I can't fault them for that. I just no, not know, at all. I, I I fault them for goofy shit. Like, you know, this is supposed to be an international drug cartel right so what do they do they have one car and they cram everybody into the one car then they go to to party remember and they go to the liquor store and they get one six pack of beer and then they shoot the one freaking guy who's there because obviously they can just kill people and get away with it in this city so they can get their one six pack of beer for their six people in the one fucking car because they're all rich from making all this money off of all the drug empire they have. So ridiculous. Uh. But I'm
2: okay with I'm okay with some of that stuff. And and I get it. Like I look at those details and I'm just kind of like, oh, it's ridiculous. But at the same time, I I the movie already. Is not supposed to make sense. So trying to to make to it make sense justify, out of it. Make yeah, sense? like it's it's already crazy chaos that's not going to make any sense. So getting into super analytics on it, I'm just like, eh, whatever. I mean, there are films that I will like judge and be analytical on. Um and I will sit and and, and go through every single piece, like skin emergency. Um, but then there's this and <clears> I just, there's a lot to forgive. It's still a bad movie.
0: Forgive. Still... I can't forgive any of it. Yeah, I can't forgive I anything in this film. Like awful. Yeah. I, 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 like because here's the thing. You make a movie, you go and shoot your own film. Awesome. You know, you, you did it. You got it done. It's an hour and 40 minutes too long. It, oh, you know, it's like it's ridiculously long. And it's, it's, but it's done. You made a movie, you put it out, people can judge it, whatever, right? You know, it's on, Tubi. it's on Tubi. Originally, wasn't originally for a long time, it was not on any streaming stuff. But then somebody reviewed it on YouTube, uh, the good, uh, good, bad flicks or something like that, you know, reviewed it, and all of a sudden it, it got
1: the notoriety. Oh, uh, it's a uh, good. Bad flicks or bad bad flicks that that group. yeah yeah that, yeah that, that yeah group
0: and they yeah. they reviewed it and it got notoriety and Tubi wanted it you know so good for you know good for them Uh I mean they that's, have it on DVD awesome. it's available so people can get it it's not hard to find you know or whatever um my yeah, eBay copy or is only like eight on bucks Amazon. you know
2: what yeah I I ended up renting it on Amazon I mean one he'll get what like 10 cents from it and two i hate ads well here's ads the thing. can go to hell
0: yeah Here, here's the thing um uh i bought the movie and i was sad that on the dvd there was no commentary you would think that somebody would make this movie get it it did get it distributed and want to talk about it like you know like because like laugh be like, tracks oh, what
2: like laugh tracks
0: no, but no, I'm not like uh, not like uh, riff tracks or anything. Or riff tracks, yeah. Yeah. But. Oh, well, this not, is
1: riffable. This, this is, is riffable. It is. But it I'm, is. I'm
0: just saying, like, uh, I'm, I'm more saying, like, uh, that the director would want to, you know, talk about how he made his movie and how he did, you know. Like, I'd That's, actually I'd be okay know. with seeing, like, a little behind the scenes and of the, what the happened. The
1: thing is, like, even if we were to get Joe Estevez back on the show and we talked to him about this movie specifically,
2: he probably wouldn't remember.
1: Well, I if he does, and I'm sure he does, he's probably only going to say nice things about it because that's just yeah. that's just the way he rolls. He's he's a nice guy. Even if he well, had a bad experience, he's not gonna Most hang people
0: out most people don't wanna talk bad about a film because no. uh well A it looks bad on them, you know. Uh if if Joe Estevez goes around publicly like on video saying you know, this movie was terrible and this movie was garbage and I hated working on this. People are going to go, well, I don't want to cast Joe Esteves because he talks trash about, you know, all our, you know, all the movies. Why would I want to cast that? So a lot of actors choose to always say nice things publicly, you know, like that. But you know what? Privately, they will say, you know, do not work with this person. This person was right. trash. This movie was terrible. Whatever. And because, that's, you know, that's, that's actually, where you... That's why but I, I got I would whole... never.
2: I, I would say I don't think there's a single director I've worked with where I would ever badmouth them. I've been in situations and experiences where I would be like, okay, this movie went through hell and back. Um, but I get that. Like, I feel like he's probably the same way where he... W- He's going to have a good time no matter what film he's on, because he's going to he's going to make the best of it.
1: I mean, I I managed to track down a certain individual from a certain uh, movie with roller skate wearing purple alligator who um, had all kinds of things to talk about that particular production, but wouldn't come on the podcast to say publicly, even though he's not even in the business. And it's years later on. And I respect that. I have no problem with that. It's just well, that yeah. there are some people who are gonna be like that.
0: Well, some people I have mean, bad experiences and they don't they're done, you know. Yeah, and everything, yeah. you know. But Joe Estevez probably, I mean, honestly, he probably had the best time on set. He probably came on, did his part, he you know, whatever. Uh what we have what people have to understand is because people look at like Joe Estevez, or Robert Starr, whoever the star is of the movie and they go and say well this movie sucks and i i blame that these people were involved and blah 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 you know right the, pr- the thing is and you can t- attest to this kate if a movie comes out bad right it's not your fault unless no. you, i mean even whatever performance you did as long as you didn't direct it you didn't produce it you just an actor you just acted in it you just did the best performance you could for whatever the writing, the directing, the uh, you know everything, producing, everything else that's all around you, you're doing the best performance you can. That's Plus, what has
1: seeing, did. You're only seeing part of it because you're only seeing the parts that you're going to be in, and you're not seeing the whole thing yet. However, there are times where I have seen or I have heard about actors who have only been in very very small parts, and were already complaining about it and thinking, oh my god. If if this is bad for my little bitty parts, what's the whole thing going to end up being like? Yeah.
2: Yeah, and I take it as I'm going to do the part because I want to have fun. I want to have a good time. I mean, I I worked on a film where everything that could go wrong did go wrong. I was in a car accident. The power kept flickering. Oh, no. Yeah, I was on a car accident on the way to set. Like, it, it just, it was crazy chaos but i will tell you that i had so much fun on set and the director and the producer were both wonderful people i love them to pieces um i will forever support anything that they've ever done it was the director's first time um directing anything and it just and it went through hell like this whole process like seriously like we lost a chunk of the film there was supposed to be green screen and there wasn't like It was just chaos, but I will always love that movie because, and and that's part of the reason, like, for this, I understand it's bad, but I will always love that movie that I was in because I know what it took. The blood, sweat, and tears that went into it.
0: There was probably blood, sweat, and tears in this movie, too. Exactly,
2: exactly. I mean, am I going to judge it? Am I going to poke fun of it? Yes, I'm going to make so much you're gonna obliterate
0: it you know but
2: (laughs) i will always have to feel that that side as an actor as a creator Um, going
0: sure 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 well you know when we did when we did the love spell we had issues on set we had a lot of stuff yeah we had a lot of problems we we had somebody at fucking 10 o'clock at night fucking power sawing and shit on somebody's roof hadn't done that like the day before didn't do that the day after
2: did that that night, and we yeah. were just like, "How the hell does this
0: happen?"
1: You know, and, and I was
2: running on uh, very little sleep. And yes, like, you did. Freaked out. And All of that so stuff bad. is oh, pretty forgivable
1: okay. because you you can't really control it. It's it's yeah. a very different situation if it's you know somebody is being awful or you know physically inappropriate or you know what I mean. That's a whole other. And that's what I've only
2: ever been on one set where someone was inappropriate. Um, Any other time, though, I've always had a for. And in that set, I had a blast. There's just that one person I had an issue with. Um, but every other time, though, I've had great fun. Like your your films, I always have a great time on. I the chaos and everything. Like at the end of the day, I'm still having a good time. (laughs)
0: Well, I mean, uh, that's that's what we strive for. We strive for fun. But, you know, the whole idea is, yeah, it's still a job, you know, like it's fun mm-hmm. and it's still a job. So there's going to be there's going to be things like we have only 10 minutes to get this scene done. Let's get it fucking mm-hmm. done and shit. Mm-hmm. And I will say, Kate, that you particularly were so much fun because when it uh, came down to the end of the night where we, you were like, I'm, I'm exhausted. I need to go to sleep, but let's get this fucking done. You know, you did it. You uh, mustered through it and know, and everything.
2: I know yeah. you struggled
0: and it was mm-hmm. tough. I mean, but I saw like when we, uh, I saw well, so far, like uh, a bit, you know, like I saw the, the rough cut of it and, um I'm very happy like I was you know there yeah. there's a couple things you need to change and fix before we start going to music and doing all that stuff but still like I I'm happy you know because I I thought you did a great performance uh Angel did a you know everybody uh How Bethany everybody all of them yeah. did and,
2: a, and I got to know. meet Angel and she's a freaking sweetheart I love her oh. so much of so. course
1: I like to take credit for for the fact that there were so many stuffed cows and cow things all over the house that's why it was so much fun and such great juju uh for that production.
0: Um so let's let's finish talking about this movie before we go into the uh okay. the rating system but um I I mean just honestly um I I'm like I don't know. Like I I I feel like this movie is one of those things where I'm just like I I'm sort of you know, like I, I picked it, A, because it was a vanity project. You know, that mm-hmm. was my main thing. And B, because nobody's talking about this. Movie. This is in, other than that good, bad flicks, you know, uh, YouTube channel. Nobody really talks about it because it's yeah, just no, we
1: like to get movies that not a lot of people talk about. Yeah.
0: I mean, somebody yeah. might talk about it later after we do it. Well, And what? I
2: supported them with a dollar 99 for that rental, you know. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> you
0: know.
2: Hey, and we, get some money we out
1: will also, I mean, that's part of what we do. No matter what we say about a movie, no matter how much of a schlagging we get it, we always provide links for where people can go and pick up the film or watch the film or buy mm-hmm. it. Especially if we give the artist and they have their link, we'll say, Hey, we might think this, go watch it for yourself, make yeah, your it yourself. Because, but we're we- Here's a place to go and buy it. Support the artist.
0: We aren't judge, jury, and executioner for this uh, for for indie films. You know what I mean? We we give our you know I think I think a lot of people don't like reviews and podcasts because uh, especially ones that are negative. They always want just positive ones, and I'm sick of that. You know, yeah, be you, honest. You
1: know. Be, yeah.
0: be honest. I mean, if the movie sucks. Tell people, you know, sometimes it's hard to watch a movie that sucks. This was so ridiculous and stupid and fun and and you know and brainless. You can, you know, uh, it, it's more fun. But and you
1: uh, know, a lot of these people, they know. It's not like they're they they don't understand. I mean, some I suppose, but the, most of them they know and they well, understand and they get it.
0: When well, somebody reviews say... my films, I think that you know I know I yeah. know the worst stuff you know that done you know
1: it is
2: it is very much 20 to 30 minutes too long and that's where i found it boring
0: yeah it Um, it gets i will it it slows down a little bit i will
2: appreciate forever like the action sequence at the end it it took forever like Mm -hmm. i thought the movie was almost over and i was like oh, dear, Cthulhu, this just keeps going. Yeah, um, I,
1: I felt like somebody along the line, somebody said, you need to make this, you need to throw in an extra 20 minutes yeah. of stuff.
2: Yeah, because it could have been a great, you know, hour, hour 20 maximum film um, because they could have cut out a lot. And it, I think it would have made a lot more sense. I think it just would have been better. But I will appreciate the fact that he put his all into this. I mean, if if this was his all. <laughs> right, I hope so, so. Um, god, I hope well. Not. I mean, if they,
0: they, my one of the big problems I have with the movie too is that they killed off Joe Estevez now. Right. Well, I mean, just not the just because scene, it's Joe Estevez, like a, but because yeah. like they're FBI agents killing off an FBI agent, they're gonna get in some serious trouble. He was doing such that. a
1: nice guy. All the guy on the head said is, Oh, you have to do it because I'm ordering you to. Okay, that's it, that's the only reason. Yeah, yeah no. I
2: I feel like he was trying to make him like a Skinner from X-Files mixed with the Cigarette Man. Mm-hmm. Um as far as authority level and I'm like hey, it just doesn't work like that.
0: No. Yeah, it was no, it was terrible but... like that. I mean, yeah. all in all, I thought the movie was trash, you know, but it it's a trash that I mean, if if it were cut down to like an hour and 20 minutes, you know, yeah, it would be it would have been a lot better. Yeah, I would
2: have I was like, please just end already.
0: It yeah, and like, oh, oh, I'm gonna get to a scene. There's a scene where um they're like hey, there's the guy. You know, he's just driving right by us. And I'm yeah. like Okay. <laughs> so I watched That's this convenient. movie and then a few a week later or so. I watch a little movie that Paul loves to death that we're probably going to do on Film Freaks at some point, King of New York. And this movie movie. is no King of New York, not even close, but has the whole situation Mm -hmm. of drug dealers and a drug kingpin who's trying to take out the competition and stuff like that. But there's a reason for it. And the cops that are there are like trying to stop them, but they can't, whatever. That see that makes Are more, you way comparing more Comparing this movie to the Christopher Walken? No, but I'm not comparing Christopher. Abel, Abel, Abel no Christopher J. Martin. Oh, yes. Abel Ferreira
1: cool. and J Martin. Like they're so Christopher so... J. Martin. But, no, you
0: know, they're not. Like
1: just like you're saying, you know, in that movie it makes sense and you understand why people do things. You know, in in Meltdown, you have drug dealers who go To public uh, restaurants in order to conduct their freaking drug deals in public. I was like, why would you do that? Why wouldn't you just do that where nobody can hear you? Right. Who knows? It's so ridiculous.
0: No, they, yeah, they, they, they did like, why would they do that? Why would they do any of the stuff they did? Why did they, why did that? And and then the annoying thing was that the one guy that worked with the dragon, his head guy, keeps saying, Why don't Why don't you just let me kill him? I'll do it. Oh yeah,
1: I'll do it. I'll do it. it. And I'm like,
0: dude, nobody can do this. Like it's, you know, like, you know, oh man, it's just easy. He 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 ain't gonna run away from a bullet. I'm like, the dude doesn't get hit by bullets. Bullets don't phase this guy.
1: (laughs) Especially these bullets because they were the most obvious. Squibs I have ever seen in my life. You know, whenever they get shot, you see the big blocky thing where the thing exploded. There were so many of those; they just they looked really bad. They just, it was just yes, just
2: very much so.
0: Anyway, I think we are at that time. You know, to discuss uh, the um, uh, the the rating of it. Unless is there anything else? Did we miss anything? I think we talked. I don't about think so. I pretty think much we got the whole
1: everything. fucking movie without. We, yeah. We grilled this one pretty good, I'd say.
0: I know, um, like a sandwich. It's a grilled sandwich. Um, so let's, uh, yeah, well, it's cheese. So there you go. It's a grilled <laughs> cheese sandwich. Um, I want so- grilled cheese
1: now. <laughs> with, with, with the male pattern baldness gang is what I, 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 I dub the the drug deal gang. <laughs>
0: I was thinking that that kind of made me turn off from uh you know the grilled cheese sandwich after he was talking about male pattern baldness. <laughs>
2: you know, like people... I still want a grilled cheese sandwich. I right still now, want right. a
1: grilled cheese now too. Okay. But I'm right. going
2: to go to bed after this. <laughs> so which is
1: why I keep yawning, so I apologize. <laughs> I was going to, but now I'm gonna have a grilled cheese.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> she's gonna go make a grilled cheese sandwich after this. Um, so anyway, we're uh here to do the rating. So, Paul, take it away.
1: All right, so Uh, Before I have my meltdown grilled cheese, I'm going to tell you that uh, we rate our movies on a scale of 1 to 10 by which the lower the number is, the better the film is, and the higher the number, the stinkier the score is. Now, we love our stinky movies here at Indie Film Cafe, but the higher number also reflects the fact that there were a lot of problems with the film. So we might like a bad film but if it's got a lot of problems we may not like it particularly that much so we take our three scores we add them up and then we see where on the ladder of stink that particular movie falls and if it manages to ascend to the stinky heavens up there with the likes of me <laughs> and and uh gosh so many others of our of our
0: samurai cop i up there yeah yeah so we shall see
1: glorious so who would like to score this film first
0: uh well, Kate, would you like
2: to? Sure. so after all I said, you know all the good things about you know respecting an artist and blah 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 blah. I'm gonna give it an eight point75 <laughs> <It laughs> eight point5 uh, okay, eight point five yeah, it was so boring. It was okay. too long. I I struggled through I had the, the I had I I have the attention span of like a squirrel or a gnat. Any way, and this was really difficult to get through. I made dinner while watching it because I couldn't sit still.
1: Not to mention the fact I'm sure that you've already seen everything that ever happened in this film a million times. Oh, over.
2: yeah, exactly. Like, I could have told you what the movie was about before I watched it.
0: Yeah. Now I think there should be a restaurant that has a meltdown grilled cheese sandwich. Grilled cheese
2: sandwich. Well, if yes. I ever open a restaurant, which will never actually happen, but if you ever if open would... up
0: a restaurant, it should be a B movie inspired so restaurant. Oh my
2: goodness, I need to now. Like <laughs> it'd be and, like. I mean, you can, you
0: can you can serve champagne and bullets. Yes. <laughs> yes.
2: But well, yeah, find a way to do like edible bullets and. Do... Anyway, oh my goodness, it would be that would be so great! Amazing. I would love that. Well, it would also be a lot cheaper than doing like universal monsters or anything right. like that. You know, Life something
0: thing. that you have to get the rights no to necessarily. Yeah, like, exactly. yeah, nobody right. would care if you do. You know, kind of model your stuff after like B movies or whatever. But um, right. it right. would be
2: a meltdown grilled cheese sandwich, I and love it. That. But each each item would come with like a little card that told you about the the shitty movie. <laughs> nice, nice,
1: nice. Yeah. All right. Well, what it about would you, steal Paul? My idea. Okay, well, nobody steal um, again, even as bad as this movie is, I have to go back and say, yeah, we have seen worse. Um, we could see the film. We could hear the film. Um, there are some things. Now, I didn't think he was a great cinematographer, but I thought he was adequate. I thought that there were some shots that were decent, that were okay. I thought, again, Joe Estevez does as his usual, like I said, lunch pail blue collar kind of performance and and brings some dignity into the film. Um, some of the music was OK. Uh, I the, the you know, overextended use of public buildings was kind of annoying, you know, because clearly that's where they were shooting. I don't know if you noticed that, but they were sneaking into like public uh, 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 I guess city halls and stuff like that and shooting stuff really quickly and then scooting out of there um,
0: yeah there, there was that scene with uh, Joe Estevez leaving the court or whatever yeah
1: you know, yeah, stuff. yeah yeah quickly before anyone finds out
0: <laughs> probably um, well
1: we have seen worse however again all of this goes back to the just atrocious atrocious writing and just poor handling of all the material in general. And the fact that the story has already been done to death a million times. So mm-hmm. I'm going to give this one a nine.
0: Okay. So you're going to give it a nine. Um, All right. So I will, I the only thing that in my mind did kind of save it was a little bit of the cinematography and some of the editing choices. Um, they, It wasn't, it wasn't terribly cut. Right. You know, like it, it felt like, you know, th- you know, we have the master shots. We have the over-the-shoulder. You know what I mean? We like the person, the people knew how to shoot the movie and knew how to edit the film. Some um, of the basics
1: were met, is what you're saying.
0: Yeah, basic format. Um, but aside from that, the acting was terrible, the writing was terrible, the direction was terrible, everything else was terrible. You know, and uh, so I'm still gonna give it a nine point five. I'm, it, I like, I can't. I can't say, oh, we've seen worse because we have seen worse, but (laughs) those worse are about the same tide with the 9.5, you know, score. Um, Mm. This is pretty, this is pretty bad. And uh, I picked it because I loved how bad it was, you know, Um, is it something I want to watch over and over again? Not really, you know, like it's not something going to be going, you know, this, I'm going to watch this every year, you know, Um, it's not that much fun. Um, that's the biggest problem. Will, too, so it's it's a fun. willing
1: it's a willing entry on our quest to review every single Joe Estevez movie that's ever been made. <laughs> you got at it then. Yeah.
2: Yes, we we're we're
0: on a, we're, we're 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 ahead of the game. We're doing pretty good, I think, so far. Um <laughs> you know, especially if we do all of Donald G. Jackson's movies, we'll we'll get we'll get a good chunk of Joe Estevez's you know, one of well, the cool guys, things.
1: Imagine Imagine if this movie didn't have Joe Estevez or Robert Zadar in it, it was just a bunch of nameless oh, people.
0: Yeah, I think they do bring a little charm to it. Um, but we did when we talked right. to Joe Estevez, he talked about how Donald G. Jackson would just call him up and they would just shoot movies, you know. And that's sort of what this felt like it. is maybe the director sort of knew Joe or or knew you know what I mean, somehow or whatever. said, Okay, come. Yeah, come there's a story movie, in there you know, Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like, hey, come be in this movie and let's have fun and stuff. And, you know, so, yeah, it would be fun to talk to him. If we got a chance to chat with him again, um, you know, we would definitely have to ask about Meltdown because we didn't see it. So we never asked him about it. But
1: now. Well, you know, it's interesting to me that a movie like this is, you know, it's, this vanity piece is on Tubi. So. He has to retain the rights to this film, and he has to be the one who, or unless he gave it over to the producers. So he's got to he's got to know that people are now watching it. So you have to wonder. Maybe he's going to want to put it out in Blu-ray or something, or maybe he's available, make himself more available. I mean, you have to do some digging, Mr. Moody, and see if we can't. I going I mean, ask
0: uh, send an email to Joe and ask him if. Uh... If He knows uh, if we can get Christopher's information and stuff. And That'd be great. I love to find out think. more information. I mean, it'd be cool to have it on a Blu-ray. You know, Vinegar Syndrome puts out a lot of uh, a lot of bad movies. Not a, not not because you know, but they you know they care about these bad movies. They love them. Sure. So I think that would be fun, something like that. But Vinegar Syndrome, call call Christopher and set something up because I would I would be down or with the or
2: Terror Vision. Which yeah. is doing some of these now too. If you guys haven't checked out TerraVision yet, they're really rad. They're based out of Savannah, Georgia. And one of my really good friends is the uh, co creator, co owner, I guess. Well, if he is, Sounds you great. should
0: you should message him and say, hey, yeah. you know, this <laughs> I'm movie not out. going
2: to recommend this movie out of all the <laughs> films. I'm still waiting for him to release Mr. Vampire 4 so oh. that's my current
1: yeah all right very nice have you Watch ever it. seen
2: the mr vampire movies if not you need to check those out
1: oh i have the first two i didn't know that there were many oh yeah
2: there's stuff. like six of them i think oh
1: my god <laughs> i've never heard of
0: them so that sounds awesome oh my god they're god, they amazing if,
1: if you love hopping vampires uh this is the thing oh
0: uh, okay, no, like looks the like one there we are... saw in the um uh, oh. the other one we reviewed with I uh JoLynn. Think... okay that's funny I, I I like hopping vampires you know we, we're laughing our ass off at that
2: and these are these are highly comedic so
0: great well well thank you once again Kate for coming on our show because we absolutely adore you
1: soldiering and, through yet another stinker. thank
2: you yeah thank you for inviting me I appreciate it very very much
0: we we always love having you on and uh whether it's in person where we would prefer to have you you know if we I can. know. Uh, or if it's uh through zoom we don't care um we were happy just to have you on here and uh you're we i was going to mention it like before we we're supposed to do it on my birthday and it unfortunately I didn't know, happen. That <laughs> it it happened no wasn't it was my fault it just it was my fault well actually
2: i blame my phone for not sending me the messages you are showing me the messages that you were sending
0: uh, it's, it's fine uh, you know you're not the only one apparently i've sent messages to john ward a bunch of times and he will get them like way later or something he has to like
2: yeah i had he, to restart my phone that's
0: what he had to do in order yeah to and them, then so and then
2: it popped up that you had messaged and I so it's not your like,
0: fault it's uh, a yeah. facebook's fault so yes you're not to blame i was never i wasn't mad i was just like i know okay, I felt we just got to figure but, out a day to do it but we got it
2: done we sure. got it done
0: we knew we, we would and yeah. uh and paul's just like i watched that crappy movie we better fucking <laughs> <hear> <laughs> it.
2: we we made it we did it I watched did. it today, though, because, and uh, as always, I didn't rewatch it
0: by the way. I like watched a little bit of it, but I like, I remembered every crappy part and then I had it on, uh, on I got notes to-
1: on two sides of this. I don't know if you can see it, but I got all kinds of notes. Did so. you get
2: all your notes?
1: I did This okay. is this
2: is the first film I've done a podcast for where I didn't take any notes because the plot is so simplistic. There wasn't anything I needed to take notes on.
1: Exactly. I generally don't, but there were so many things that ticked me off as I was watching. I'm like, <laughs> all right, I'm just gonna write this shit down. Oh yeah, um, no, normally I do.
2: Yeah, well, normally you
0: did. You did the. Uh, I think. I think if I'm correct, you were doing that for one of our projects, for like flamingos or, or some or the killer biker yeah. Tricks or something. You know. Yeah. and Everything. Um like Killer Biker Chicks was hard to watch, you know. Yeah, I was going to say that th- was That was worse, than, worse than, this. than this, you know, yeah. for sure.
2: Oh, that that was I'm pretty sure I gave that a 10.
0: No, yeah. we all did. We, all, we all, all gave it a 10. Yeah, that was, that was garbage. garbage. It was a, it was a 30. Um but,
1: but you, we still love three, Sarah French, three, it's not her fault, you know. You've done like 3 or 4 of Moody's movies, so you got to do a couple of mine now.
0: Yeah. That's true. Sure. That's true. We got to get get you back on with uh Pauls you know just stuff. let me know when all right well thank you i glad you're happy like to do it, three or it again four
2: times before it happens so i remember yes i know do... i appreciate this time and... Can you just continuously messaged me 80, 80 and brain, if you for if sure
1: you, you haven't gotten forget. it yet don't forget there is puppet shark
0: puppet shark yes i don't know he's very excited yet. about a movie called puppet shark <laughs> <laughs> it's brett kelly's and you know what it's all puppets
2: I'm ex- I love puppets, so... I it's, it's no,
0: There's no humans in the movie whatsoever. It's all puppets. puppets I, I, a way that's tacks.
2: expensive. Well,
0: I don't think the way they did this is very expensive, but I don't know.
1: I <laughs> love how this, the terror is felt. No, that's
0: fun.
1: <laughs> oh, it's going to be so much fun. Alrighty.
0: Well, thank you guys so much uh, for checking this out. Uh, join us on sickflickproductions.com also check us out on indiefilmcafe.reviews com, and uh, i think we're still doing the patreon by now i don't know we'll see if we're if, if there's a link to the patreon you know um help us out but throw us a buck and uh, you know if not it. if not throw us a buck anyways and you know messages and we'll you know we'll we'll send you our paypal you know can help us out especially
1: since you can tell mr moody had a crush on andrea tice he wants to be able to reach out to her and you know send her some flowers i
0: i, I had a i had a crush more on the sister you know the, oh the that was on the, i see on the on the uh on the was it um
1: the piano girl on the
0: piano girl like yeah the two piano girls were cute i was like damn <laughs> you know um sadly they didn't have any lines i don't think whatsoever they just were eye candy You know in the movie but you know i want to be
1: professional eye candy
0: go go try and try it you know audition for professional eye candy i think there's probably indeed.com you know thing all right well thank you guys so much for checking us out join us next week for a brand new episode and uh i'm not sure i'm not sure if it'll be one of mine or one of paul's we'll find out until then everybody have a good one bye
1: I think the eye candy I could be is there's crappy circus peanuts.